Who is God? What does the Bible mean? Why am I lying? What is God's will? I want to understand. Reconnect. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Reconnect, the official podcast of Shincheonji, or New Heaven, New Earth, for our fellow English speakers. This is Ray, and I'm here with Boom Pow. No, <laughs> Dave. Boom Pow. <laughs> Had to make a powerful entrance, you know? Boom, pop. Okay. I mean, it's definitely memorable. (laughs) I'll say that. But, yeah, so (laughs) it's good to be here with you, Dave. Um, It's good to be here with you as well, Ray. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, it's good to be here together. And uh, as always, we have a brand new episode here for you guys today. And uh, it's, it's definitely a topic that I'm pretty excited about. You know, I, I, I don't, I guess I'm, I'm jumping into things pretty quickly, but what's in my head is kind of how we left off the previous episode. And mm. For those who listen to it, if you haven't, please do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually really excited as well. That's why you got that boom pow. It kind of just came out <laughs> like spur in a moment. I didn't think I was going to do that. Um, but I'm super, super excited, especially um, because you stopped me towards the end of the last episode from from speaking so that's, i get to that's continue right. I, did. I did i get to continue but before we get into that i got a i got a little question i got oh, man. maybe okay. two questions for you okay you and everybody else um i want you guys to answer as well out loud so a question for and, us unless you're in an All awkward right. yes and unless you're in an awkward place to say something out loud um, <laughs> but I want you to say it out loud. All okay. right, all right. So, I want you to tell me who do I belong to? Okay, and there's mm. two options. Okay, so we can play like a little game. Who do I belong to? Nice, nice. God or Satan? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So, first scenario. I walk mm. in to your local. Your favorite church. I walk in, like everybody else, I sit down. I sit okay. down next to you, actually. Mm. Mm. Right? And we listen to the sermon. And in the middle of the sermon, I just get up because I don't like it. I take off my belt. I start hitting the pews. And then I keep walking. I start knocking stuff over all on top Whoa. of the altar. Yeah. I start knocking stuff over the altar. I start kicking people out. I start making a big old ruckus Sunday at noon. Man, okay. Your church. My church. Your church. Mm. Okay. Mm. And I start doing that. So are you, are you from... To? Who do you belong to? Okay. So no, you game. don't get anything other than that. Come on. Okay, so I, no I, don't, I don't get to ask. I don't get to ask twenty questions. No, you don't get to ask questions. <laughs> That's it. Who do I belong to? Uh, I mean, I mean, if I'm going there, and if, this is my church that I, I'm a regular member of, and this is mm-hmm. new service where, uh, you know, which is like the perfect time for me. Perfect time. <laughs> Probably on a lot Sunday. of people, and not too yeah. early, not too late. Unless you go in uh, the morning, I'm at the morning too. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so that's additional information. Yes. I'm saying if you're going at the morning time, I'm going at the morning time. Ah, well. okay. The time so doesn't matter. It's just whenever you're going. And that's what happens. You you witness this happening. What will you think about me? Who do you think I belong to? Well, I can I, I definitely know where you do belong, like a like a sanatorium or something. But uh, <laughs> but no, but like my my based on what you told me based on what i would witness i would think that you you definitely don't belong to god i mean if those are the two options on on, from appearances it definitely doesn't seem that way all right fair enough i got another i got i got another scenario all right so all right all right so say i'm walking down the street and uh i see uh, a police officer Mm. holding someone Right. Holding holding two people. Right. Okay. And they're okay. saying, This is not fair. This is not fair. Like and they're they're fighting. They're fighting a police officer. Mm. And I just and I just kill a police officer. Wow. Oh, that escalated quickly. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I just okay, want to know. So, I'm not a violent person. I'm really okay, not okay. a violent person. But these scenarios, I want to know these scenarios. Who would you say I belong to? Would you say I belong to God, or would you say I belong to Satan? Well, I mean, even this is like, this is like a slam dunk. Like, <laughs> I would definitely say you belong to Satan because, like, like this is even worse than the first example, mm. so to speak. Like, you're killing the dude. someone. Yes. Yeah, and and in and I'm witnessing this happen. Yeah, come on, Satan. Mm-hmm. It's very scary, at least, actually. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, and it's really interesting because when you were, like you said, like if you were to see that, definitely, even if I was to see both situations, I would definitely associate that person with um, being more along the lines of demon possessed than anything, right? Else, right. But the interesting thing is when we look at the Bible, right, and we see similar scenarios with what Jesus did when he goes to the church. What does Jesus mm. do? Right, he oh, he takes out a whip. He starts whipping tables, uh, pews, right, yeah. flipping things yeah. over, kicking everybody mm-hmm. out of the church, right. But if we were just to look at that, we were just to see that, we would see something along the lines of, "Oh, that's not godly actions." Mm. 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 So, like taking it out of context. Hmm. We would so just look. Well, well, honestly, even even. Even if he said, I am the son of God. So if I said, I am the son of God and whipped mm-hmm. and like started hitting pews and, and flipping things over in the church or knocking things over to Actually, altar, yeah. Even if I said I'm the son of God, that would make you think more. Oh, that yeah. Demon possessed, actually. I, I would totally think <laughs> yeah. this, this, this dude needs a straitjacket. Like, <laughs> is, exactly. Either a straitjacket or, or like an exorcist, like one or yeah. the other. But then, you know, we never think about that with Jesus. We like to think of everything like everything is perfect, if you will. And I'm not saying there's a reason why he did it, of course. Mm, Right. mm, mm. But at the same time, we don't call uh, Jesus as demon possessed. We don't call him as Satan. Right. But his actions, if we were to see those actions, we would say, oh, that is kind of that it that is like that and then the other scenario that we gave i gave was about basically moses right when he sees in egypt the the two 
the two uh, Israelites being stopped mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. uh, uh, Egyptian guard, right? And then he kills the guard. Yeah, he did. Right? And so in that scenario, like we already talked about earlier, you would definitely say uh, demon possessed or something along those lines. But God chose Moses. He didn't choose anyone else. Mm. He chose <laughs> Moses. Right? So really, before we get into like the really nit and gritty of everything, right? Yeah. What you see is not always what you get. Mm. Especially, mm. right? Especially when we're talking about scenarios like that. But why? Why? Mm. Is there anywhere in the Bible that can point us in the direction as to why? I need I need some help. <laughs> well, um, I, I think I can offer some help for that. But no, that the why question is is extremely important. Um, but if we look in First John four one. Mm. it's there where we talk about <laughs> we talk about testing the spirits and and actually to make it a little bit clearer for you let me, let me read it really quick but it says dear friends do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God hmm. hmm because many false prophets have gone out into the world so it says to test the spirits and actually, this this is good because it connects really well to what I kind of cut you off on yeah. in our previous episode. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let me kind of build an example for you. I don't know about you, but for me, you know, I've, I've talked many times about all the different churches and denominations and stuff that, that my family kind of went through mm-hmm. when I was growing up and then even as a young adult. And so there were times where I would go to a church, right? And I'm there on a Wednesday or a Sunday, and the pastor, let's say that the the topic is, I don't know, faith. Mm -hmm. Let's say the the topic is faith, all right? And he preaches it one way, right? With with a completely different, with a a specific message and everything that he leaves everyone with. I'm like, cool, I have that. Awesome. I totally understand it. Boom. And I go to a different service at a different church. Maybe a friend invites me to it. Okay. And a pastor there had the exact same topic. Love it. The same references, everything. Love it. But it's a completely different message that he's giving me. Oh. I'm left with something completely different. It doesn't mesh up with the previous pastor at all. And then let's say I go to a third service. I don't know, maybe this is like a youth group service and maybe I'm younger or something like that. I'm like, all right, cool. And we have the young pastor up there. And he has the exact same topic on faith. He uses the same references. But again, it is a completely different takeaway, a completely different thing that he's communicating at the end of the end of the day. Right? Mm-hmm. And and here's the kicker. All three of these pastors, all three of these churches belong to the same denomination. How does that work? Oh man. I always wondered that actually. I I you pretty much told the story of my life. Um <laughs> when it when it, when it involves going to churches. That was something that I've always wondered. <laughs> Help me out <Yeah>. here. <laughs> Explain. Yeah, you know, and and that connects really well to exactly what I was reading in first John four. Mm. 
because when we talk about testing the spirits, right? The reason why is that spirit, just like we talked about in a previous episode, that's word, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. So spirit equals word. Okay. So if we think about it that way, then testing the something, like verifying where this source is actually coming from, is extremely important because there's more than one type of spirit. Because mm, you wouldn't need to test if exactly if there was only that one. Exactly. If there's one type of spirit, like if we were all uniform in it, like then all three of those churches, especially because they're the same denomination, you would think that the result of all three what those pastors had to say their sermons would have been the exact same the same takeaway for everyone mm-hmm. the same thing communicated exactly mm. exactly but the fact that they're different means that okay this is not uniform it's not one spirit that's here mm, that does make sense and also the the mm. second part of the the verse in first john 4 1 as mm. well like many false prophets have gone out into the world right exactly that's like kind yeah. of telling you that like hey not everyone is going to be preaching <laughs> the good word right the, the good gospel right so it's, yeah. it's actually a really good point and it's it's slightly different um with the prophets equaling you know prophets don't actually equal anything right they're just people right but you have spirit <laughs> actually it, that is the word right so it's like so if i was just to recap what we're going over it's just so i need to test the word i need to test the spirit aka the word because there yeah. are many people who are preaching falsely right mm. so right. i need to really test that because again what i see what we see is not always what we get to connect to the prior mm. examples, right? Mm. It's interesting mm. to, it's kind of similar to what Jesus was talking about in Matthew seven fifteen, right? With the wolves being in sheep Sheep's clothing, clothing, right? Yeah. It's, it's so, it's so interesting how everything connects to each other, right? So we have these, good spirits we have these good prophets and then we have these bad spirits and these bad prophets but (laughs) how did all of that even come to be was the world just made to be like that because we're just born into this scenario right so for yeah. us, it's like, oh, that's how it is. But that doesn't mean that's how it's always been. Does it? Of course not. No. That's, 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 this is not the way it's supposed to be at all. Because think about it this way. Like we talked about this, uh, I think it was like two episodes ago, but God is the creator. Right? He created Correct. all things. But specifically, he populated both the spiritual world and the physical world. That means like heavens and the earth, everything. Mm-hmm. And if we if we actually go back into Genesis, we see that he's saying that everything is good. Yes. Mm. He does like, say that, that, that was like, quite oh. often. And it was good. <laughs> and it was good. And it was good. So it, it, it's kind of like, it's it's almost like patting himself on the back when each new thing he created. Oh man, it was good. 
This is all right. This is working out pretty well. Um, but but you know, in all seriousness, everything that he created was good, and everything lived harmoniously. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Uh, we can see at the very beginning of the Bible that that state when when mm-hmm. God the Creator put those things together, and compare it to the state that we're in right now. There's a disconnect here. That is very true. That's why we are here for the reconnect. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, you said you set it up and didn't realize. Knocked it out the park. <laughs> so Okay, okay, I like it. I like, oh, you know what? I'll allow it. So so what you're telling me is there's a spiritual world and then there's a physical there's this physical world, right? There's the heavens mm-hmm. and then it's the earth where in which we're living in, right? And right. so Prior to everything that we just went over, we've been talking and thinking about what we physically see, right? Mm. And a lot of what we, a lot of what we believe is based off of what we've experienced, right? Mm. But to connect it to the previous episode, spirits are not something that we always uh, experience, right? We don't physically see them or interact with them right because that their place is in the spiritual world and as you're saying that god populated that spiritual world and he also obviously populated our world that we're living in as well i like that because it really does make a a strong connection to um in the time of of genesis yeah right where it talks about that there's a serpent right and it's really interesting because it talks about this serpent is crafty it talks about the serpent is not considered as good mm. but earlier you were just talking about like how god said everything that he created was good right it's yeah. really interesting because when you look in isaiah 14 right we can actually see how it talks about that god created this angel and this angel was beautiful in wisdom right beautiful in every regard mm. but that angel took his own free will and decided that he wanted to betray God and he himself wanted to be God right so with him wanting to be God and we went over uh this in the last episode too so if you really didn't listen to the last episode (laughs) really strongly encourage you so you can really get a strong understanding as to what we're talking about right now the full picture yeah yes please listen to it Mm. but he he uh he wanted to be God and part of that is to be worshiped, right? Mm. And, and in order for Satan, in order for this angel, before he became Satan, to be worshiped, he has to create his own uh division within the spiritual world, right? He right. has to form his own coalition, coalition, if you will. Right. So what does he do? He ends up taking some angels to be with him. And because you can see that in Jude uh, verse six or second Peter chapter two. Right. We can see that he actually takes these angels that also betray God. Yeah. Right? And then what does which, he which do? Which is something that we don't really think about. But yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. And it's really interesting because we don't think about that. Why? Because we're so focused on the physical aspects of Mm -hmm. everything, Mm -hmm. right? We're just focused on that aspect. We're not necessarily focusing on what's happening in the spiritual world. And it's sad because what actually happens in the spiritual world affects what happens with 
us, right? And so um, it's really interesting because this angel that was created, that was perfect in beauty and everything, he wants to be God, but he cannot be because God is ultimately the creator, the source of life. He's the only one. He's the only one, the only entity, right? Yeah, he's not a creator, he's the creator. The creator, yes, <laughs> correct. And and Satan, or that angel, before he became Satan, did not have that power, even though he had so much power, right? Mm-hmm. But again, mm-hmm. we focus so much on the physical aspects that we really ignore a lot of this, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or we're just not aware, I should say. Not necessarily ignore, because that means we intentionally do it, but we're just not necessarily aware of it, right? And so um, an example of how this, the spiritual world influences the physical world that is again in Genesis when we see that serpent ultimately starts to do his actions. And I believe most um, people know the story, but to briefly go over it, uh, the serpent, Satan, yeah. be tr- uh, tricks Eve, who then tricks or deceives Eve. And then Eve, yeah. through, through, through the serpent, through Eve, uh, he ultimately deceives Adam, and then we get to where we were. And I believe we went over this in a we lot did. more detail in the first season, episode thirteen. <laughs> I was so there. If, you're not, if if you guys are not seeing what we're covering, a lot of stuff. We're covering <laughs> a lot of stuff here in a short <laughs> amount of time. So we really implore, really urge you, listen to it. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. You're gonna learn. You're gonna continuously grow continuously grow highly recommend highly highly five stars out of five (laughs) out of four (laughs) above and beyond five stars out of four that works that works above and beyond Mm -hmm. right and so we start to see that there's this division between the, the 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 in the spiritual world and then that ultimately causes a division also within the the physical world right And if we were to continue to go with these uh, examples, if you will, right, of this being the case, right, this is the case. But let's look at the time of the first coming. When Jesus was there, you mentioned denominations earlier, right? And how about you go to one church and you go to another church and go to another church and there are different denominations. Was it like that at the time of Jesus? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I mean, if, if you look at just the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, the Sadducees, the oh man, there's, there's, there's some other denominations that I, the pronunciation of which I know I'm gonna gonna butcher, but there were <laughs> multiple denominations in the first coming. Mm. They're like different kinds of zealots and and things like that. Um, these groups all claimed. To have a knowledge of the scripture that and their interpretation of the scripture that was true. Mm-hmm. Right? And that doesn't really seem as far removed from the way things are now and have been for a long time. Even within Christianity, you know? Yeah. And so think about it. We have the first coming, which is is very similar with all the different denominations, different ways that people claimed that. <laughs> Their interpretations of what of God's word is true, of the scripture is true, and how similar that is to now. But let's go back a little further. 
you know, we mentioned Moses earlier, right? Mm -hmm. And during that example of the uh, of Moses killing the Egyptian, right? Mm -hmm. Think about Moses' time. Were there multiple denominations during that time period? Absolutely not. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. They tried. Mm. They did try. They oh, did yeah. try. And there was consequences as to what happened. They, The earth actually uh, swallowed them whole. That's uh, opened up in chapter 16. Opened up and swallowed them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. <laughs> so why? Why was that? Yeah. The earth swallowed them up whole is really interesting. But the reason why that actually happened is because those people mm. were in the, in the physical world going against Moses. But mm. they weren't just going against Moses. That means that Moses did everything on his own, right? That's what that would mean, yeah. right? Yeah. For the, but in actuality, God was the one using Moses, right, to mm -hmm. do all of mm -hmm. those things. So, and if that's the case, if you're going against the one that God sent as a representative, right, to do his 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 will to accomplish his will that means ultimately you're going against god and at mm, that time right. that was absolutely not allowed right yeah. it was very very physical right there was, and, there was no wiggle room for, yes for that one it was None immediate response to what happened right mm. and then we look at the time of the first coming with jesus and jesus obviously came as the, I should say, representative of God, mm -hmm. right? I like that. The son. He was the son, right? He came as mm -hmm. that representative. And uh, everyone uh, wanted, he wanted everyone to gather under God, right? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what he wanted. That's all he wanted. He wanted everyone to come under God. But mm -hmm. he faced opposition. He faced an opposing force that we just just mentioned: the Pharisees, Sadducees, Zealots, teachers of the law. Right? All of them were actually opposing God, uh, Jesus. Right? But through Jesus, ultimately, they were opposing God. Right? Mm, that's and, right. You know, I, I want to say, why would they do that? You know, who would go against <laughs> the representative God? Why would they do all of this? Well, it, it's their fault, but it's not entirely their fault. Well, okay, but these are these are men, right? <laughs> and I, I know I, I know you I know you're getting to the point with this, but but I just I just want to re remind everyone, right, all of us here, mm -hmm. that that these are men that claim to know the scripture from like all angles, backwards, forwards up and down they their knowledge of the scripture is supposed to be like top-notch bar none like they're supposed to be the standard the representative standard of knowing the scriptures which is god's word so if there's anyone that should be able to recognize god's representative jesus at that time it should be them so how is it not entirely their fault right, when you put it that way it does Sound like it's entirely there. Well, right, how, right. However, however, okay, okay. I will defend this claim, 
right? I would use mm-hmm. the Bible to do such. So in John eight forty four, Jesus actually says that their father is the devil, mm. right? Yet mm-hmm. they think, mm-hmm. they think, and they say that their father is Abraham, meaning God, the God of Abraham, right? And even though their actions prove Jesus to be correct, this actually also shows that they were deceived in the spiritual sense, right? In the spiritual sense. The flesh, the flesh was doing what the spirit wanted, just like at the I time see. of Genesis. So it is their fault. I'm 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 not excluding them, right? I'm not I'm not giving them an excuse or a way out. I'm not, you know, pardoning them. Yeah. Right. They still carried out the actions, the physical actions. So they have to be responsible. But it's not Mm. they were entirely working on their own. Right. The spirit Mm. behind them was the same spirit that has continuously been going against God. He was just using a new flesh at the time. Right. Mm. So it's like it's kind of easy to say who will go against God. That's like an easy out. And then point the people and say that it's the people's fault. How could you be so silly? How could you be so foolish to do those things, right? How could you not yeah. see, even though we have hindsight, right? 2020, there was millions of people who did not follow and believe in Jesus. But that is, again, because of the spirit that was guiding those individuals, right? Wow. And as we can see, as we can see, again, there are these two types of pastors, Right. Mm. Because, again, we have these two types of spirits. Right. And now we're starting to see that, oh, there's these two types of spirits. Uh, sorry, pastors, mm. one with God and one with Satan. Actually, Satan. Ah. actually, it's multiple with with Satan. Right. And usually just always one with, with God. But that's we can get into that in a, a future, a future point. Mm. There was a, mm. a, a a wise a wise man that once said wise Jesus man, okay. Jesus had spiritual X-ray vision. <laughs> and by wise man I mean I mean <clears throat> Ray. <clears throat> <laughs> you mentioned it to me at a different different point in time off air. That, I'm a, I'm that, a might, that bit, might have been me. I'm a little bit curious as to what you what you meant or I think the the, the people would love to hear what this spiritual x-ray vision is. Would you be able to to give us this this and a little bit more clarification? Oh, mm. uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, the only wisdom I have is through God, so uh, I, I, I won't claim too much of that. <laughs> but but no really um, when we when we were actually talking about this and, and, and getting ready for this episode, the I, I really was struck by the fact that Jesus really did have a kind of spiritual x-ray vision because think about it for us as believers we're told multiple times not just not only by Jesus but you know even by um, for example what is it second Corinthians chapter 11 we have Paul talking about it takes a, a big chunk of that chapter and talks about you know, being on guard and looking out for false apostles, which is, you know, the same as false pastors, right? Mm-hmm. These these people that claim to be speaking God's word, but they're not. And in, and I believe it's in verse 14 where he talks about um, Satan masquerading as an angel of light. So it only makes sense that they masquerade as people that 
actually represent and speak God's word, right? So we have the Bible telling us in multiple times to be on guard for this. And so for us as believers, we should be the type of people that are actually able to use the word and, and use it as our, I guess, our x-ray specs to put mm -hmm. over our eyes so that we're able to distinguish that 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 prophet, that pastor, that, that comes from God, that speaks God's word, and those who don't. And Jesus, in addition to being a great example for many things for us as believers. Yes, but, you know, everything. <laughs> <as> a, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> everything I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm under, I, I could definitely elaborate more on that. But in addition to be uh, the example for us as believers, he's also the example for us as to how we should be seeing people and and whether or not their spirit the spirit that that's within them is being used or, or rather comes from god mm. or comes from satan so that that's what i mean when i say that that jesus had like this spiritual x-ray vision and actually that's what i want too that's what we all should have i like that you you, you put it in such a way that makes clear sense like we know what x-ray we know what an x-ray is, right? And we know x-ray vision, right? And mm -hmm. to have that spiritual x-ray vision is really key because like the verse I mentioned, right? In John 8, 44, right? He is not, he, he is talking about what their father, like he's looking deep as to what spirit is actually truly controlling them, right? Yeah, and yeah. he's letting them know, not because he's, like picking on them or anything like that he actually wants them to repent from that right mm. and to go and to be part of uh god god's kingdom right to be god's children and to be with god right it's it's so so interesting because all of that is very very similar to what actually mm -hmm. happens at the second coming right what actually happens today at this right, time right. right there's a pastor that is with god right and there are pastors or pastor i'm gonna stick with the s pastors <laughs> that are with satan right and if mm -hmm. we don't have that x-ray that spiritual x-ray vision right in other words if we aren't able to discern right mm -hmm. what's happening Amen. in the in the spiritual world and how that is influencing what is happening in the physical world right in front of me if i'm unable to do that then that means i'm unable to do it with my uh pastor right and that's the most important mm -hmm. person that i need to do it with actually that's because right, that's that right. is the person that is leading me spiritually to god right but if yeah. i don't know anything like that that means i'm going blindly mm. right and it's really important to know because in isaiah chapter 8 verse 20 it actually talks about if the message is not spoken according to the word then it's not from god right mm. so again if mm. i don't know the word then to mention that first verse at the beginning, then I can't test the spirits. And if I can't test the yeah. spirits, then I don't know if that prophet that is speaking is a false prophet or is actually a true prophet. 
right? Yeah. And it's it, like this gives me goosebumps, like speaking about it, it because it, it should, because <laughs> <laughs> it, it should in Acts, right? In Acts seventeen eleven, you you have Paul preaching, right? Mm-hmm. But you have yet these these Barbarian Jews checking the scriptures to make sure what Paul is saying is true. Yeah. And that is considered to be a noble heart. Yeah. Like Paul respected them a lot for that. Yes. He didn't get mad. Like, why are you looking at the scriptures? What I said is, is gold. What I said is straight from God. I had a revelation on the way to Damascus. Like he didn't say Mm -hmm. any of that. He's just Mm -hmm. actually really happy that people are actually checking to see what he's saying. Actually, Fact checking him, fact checking him. That's he, what it is. He loved it, mm-hmm. just like every other apostle, right? It's not weird to check what the person of God is saying. It's not weird to check what we right now are saying, are saying. to be true, right? Yeah. That's a thing that God wants us to do, right? Amen. And he does. He, he ultimately, as it says in Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20, ultimately, it's, he says that he leaves a path in front of us, right? Two, two, two ways. It's like, you know, like a fork in a road, right? You're at a fork in a road, right? Because as a believer, we're, we're trying to do the best thing. We want to be with God, right? No matter what you see, every believer, every person really, truly wants to be with God, right? Yeah. There's a path that leads to life. And there's a path that leads to death. There's a path that has blessings and there's a path that has curses. And God wants us to choose life. But again, it's it's easy to say that I want to be with God, right? Mm. That I'm going to choose the path of life. It's real easy to say. Mm. But what does our actions, what are our actions along those lines, right? How can we make the choice? By me saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'm on the path of life. I'm walking the path. I'm walking the path of life. If I say yeah. that, does that mean I'm walking the path of life? Those words are not enough. Those, really? No. That's not enough. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not enough. It's not enough. Hmm. Mm. So, it's right. It makes a lot of sense because I guess those words are not enough because they're just coming from me. Yeah, exactly. But yet, if those words aligned with the the scriptures, then that means... If I'm using the Bible as my standard for my life of faith and I'm using those words, if I'm if I'm following what that is saying and it's leading me on this path, right? It's not going to have like, again, it's not going to be this physical path that says life, right? (laughs) It's going to be a spiritual path that I'm on and that path is considered as life. Right. Mm-hmm. If I had that X-ray vision, that spiritual X-ray vision on the for the path, it would say life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you think about this? Right. What do you, What do you think about this take of things? No, I, I. 
you, there, there was something you said when we were you were bringing excuse me when you were bringing up Acts chapter seventeen, mm-hmm. yeah, talking about the Bereans because I, I love that so much because it is so strikingly different than my upbringing as a Christian and 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 I don't want to rehash a lot of things that you said but really when you think about it I I don't think that my situation growing up as a Christian is is unique. I think it's very common to where oftentimes we're honestly either too afraid to ask questions or, well, first we have to have curiosity to begin with, but we're too afraid to ask Mm. questions or in one way or another, we're kind of discouraged from doing so. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And and that's not the way it's supposed to be. Like, it's, it's almost as if, like, we think that that God doesn't want us to, you know, and but really that's not the case. If we, when we open up the Word, and especially that's why I love Acts seventeen uh, so much, because when when Paul talks about the noble character of the Bereans, it's it's not just there to show the reader that these people are awesome, but it's meant to be an example for all believers. That this is the the kind of attitude, this is kind of work, this kind of ethic, mindset, whatever that we all should have as believers that really want to know what God has in His Word to share with us, what God's plan is. If we really want to to be those people uh, that are able to, <laughs> it's funny to say, this, if we really want to be those people that are qualified. Or even allowed to put on those X-ray, those spiritual X-ray glasses, right? Um, then this is the kind of mindset that we have to have, Amen. you know. That's, that's and yeah, it's this this um, relentless, like not gonna take no for an answer kind of kind of attitude that we should have as believers. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, you're abs- absolutely, absolutely, one hundred thousand percent correct, right? We, as believers, should never allow anyone to stop us from asking questions. We well, should then- never, never, ever. That's if we do. That is us giving up our life, our lives of faith, right? That is us giving up, right? We need to be able to discern. If we can't discern, then we can't go to heaven. Right? Mm. And it's not because God is going to say, I don't want you here. God wants everyone. He wants to save every single person. However, Satan also wants everyone. Right? Mm. And Satan will try to deceive every single person. So if we don't know how... If we don't know how to discern, if we don't know how to test the spirits, if we don't know how to put on our spiritual x-ray vision and actually see exactly what's going on, then there is no way, there is no way that Satan will allow us just, okay, you go with God. That's not mm. going to happen. Not possible. It's not no going to happen. Because they are fighting. They are at war it is not peacetime mm-hmm. and i believe this is something that we're gonna get into in the next episode Ooh. 
<laughs> they got chills. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, so uh, if you're interested, you want to know more, definitely tune in to the next episode. All right, so we went over a lot today. A lot. Um, and, you know, with any episode, but especially if you've been listening to this one today, um, I really hope that you you took a lot of what we've talked about today, a lot of what we discussed, a, a lot of what we've looked at in the Word, and actually take the time to meditate it on, meditate on it. Um, it's extremely important that you know we all become those people that are like the Bereans in Acts chapter seventeen, right? So definitely take some time to let this marinate. Mm. <laughs> let it marinate, right? Yes. Reflect on it. Yes. And. What's great is that you can also, if a thought comes into your mind, if you have a question, you can also ask us. Share Amen. it with us, please. Please, we're waiting for it. Mm. Like I, I say it many times, but one of my favorite things is being able to read your guys' ideas, your thoughts, your questions. So if any of those things pop up as a result of what you've heard in today's episode, by all means, share them. Mm. And if you really like today's episode, share it with others. Amen. So that they can, so they can come up with their own questions and things and thoughts as well to share with us too, and don't forget, uh, like, subscribe, all of that, and just like Dave was saying earlier, we have a awesome episode already in the works. Amen. For you to for you to hear next time, and so yeah, you can already hear the excitement. <laughs> so as always. This has been Ray and Dave. Dave, I like that man. It's like, it's like every, every, every time we every time we end, up, end an episode, there's like a new there's a there's a there's a, there's a new way you're, you're doing it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, All right, but anyway, this has been Ray and Dave, and you have been listening to Reconnect. Love you guys. Have a good one. Bye bye.